From the movie house to your widescreen at home, Radio 111's going to the cinema and the streaming services on Flicks and Picks with Brian Mendoza. So grab your popcorn and beverage of choice and step into our screening room for our weekly forum on film. Now, here's Brian. Imagine that your toxic workplace boss was a vampire as well and was Dracula. That's the premise of Renfield the movie that stars Nicholas Holt and Nicholas Cage as Renfield and his master Dracula as they deal with, well, escaping toxicity and just shenanigans. Renfield is one of those movies that I genuinely thought I had a good time with parts of it, but overall was, it was fine. You know, it wasn't an exceptional film, I'll put it that way. But why don't we discuss a little bit about this movie? I don't think this isn't particularly like a super memorable film. I think the trailers kind of give you more or less what you're going to get into. It's one of those films that Universal's being really good with, which is you release the film in theaters, it gains a small sort of curiosity with a fan base, and then later on it gets a, to be a big hit on digital and then maybe eventually gets to be seen on Peacock during the holidays. And I can see this sort of being a movie that people watch on Halloween. It it kind of makes me think this should have been on Halloween. As for Universe, so they came out with Cocaine Bear, and I actually like Cocaine Bear. I did. I didn't get to review it, but it was pretty good. I'm not going to lie. I think Elizabeth Banks really shows that <laughs> she has a good sense of humor. Definitely a good... I would say it was a it was a good movie for what it was. I knew, I knew what I was going to get into. Same with this movie. I think I prefer Cocaine Bear because at least I felt like, you know, the direction was better and I would say that everybody knew what they were in. Nicolas Cage definitely knows what movie he's in, I'll say that. Same with Nicolas Holt. They're both really funny in this movie. Nicolas Cage's Dracula is really good casting and I think that's the reason people should see this movie, particularly just to see him as Dracula because it's the type of performance that he is famous for doing. He's able to sell this ridiculous performance that I genuinely think he has a lot of skill and craft to be able to pull off and I love that about him is that he takes it seriously but he also knows what type of movie he's in so I definitely value that about you know Nicolas Cage he's great as Dracula and I think that some of his best scenes are not in the trailer I will say this he is not in the movie that much so I would say it's more of a little treat while watching this movie I, I do think that the movie itself looks a little you know a little cheaper than I would like for it to look I don't know why I don't know why that bothered me I know that it shouldn't but it kind of felt like I was watching sort of like a television production and I mean not like a Game of Thrones television production before someone tries to come and you know tell me what does that mean you know I, I mean something like closer to like Cobra Kai now I'm not saying Cobra Kai is a bad show, you know. But Cobra Kai is a great show, right? So that type of level of production works best for certain things, not so much Renfield. I feel like they put most of their money towards the recreation of the 1931 movie. They 
they do a, a recreation of it where they insert the actors from this movie into the original and it looks great in fact i was saying they're thinking wow they really captured it really well and i am not at all surprised that you know i'm almost convinced <laughs> it's almost convincing right obviously i know who bella lugosi is right obviously you know but the fact that they're able to sort of make you bite into that really well it is a monument to how well they put the budget towards that scene but it does feel like that's the only scene that I feel like looks really stylish. The rest of the film kind of looks a little bland in comparison. I don't know what it is. I guess just because the original film just looks so stylish that it's almost like, why couldn't you just film the whole film like this? And as for the screenplay, it has its funny moments. I think that the thing that's saving it is Nicholas Holt as Renfield and his long suffering and just the fact that he's you know, just so ready to move on. And Dracula just being, you know, so toxic and ill-tempered, narcissistic, egomaniac. He is funny. This man is really funny. And, like, Nicolas Cage sells it re really well. Same with, like, Nicholas Holt. I will say one thing. I guess if there's one person that I kind of think also sells it really well, but not as well as Ben Schwartz as the mob enforcer. I think that he's really good in it too, and I'm surprised by how much he was selling it. However, if I'm going to be honest with you, I think the one person that I'm, I was a little disappointed in, and I know that a lot of people that I know are going to try to, at tell me that they didn't expect much from this actress. I do. Aquafina, right? Aquafina plays Rebecca Quincy, who is the love interest to Renfield. She's also a traffic cop, so very Judy Hops of her. I would say one thing about Aquafina. Aquafina has shown that she has the ability to really sell something in a movie. She can act. You know, for all her flaws, I, I definitely am aware of her flaws as a person. I definitely think she needs to have a real serious conversation about cultural appropriation when she gets a chance because that's, you know, that's a real thing that she has banked her career on. And I'll say this, she has shown that she doesn't have to use certain, she doesn't have to appropriate things in order to be successful. You know, it's weird. She's quite a great actress without having to do any of that. So when I was watching The Farewell and Crazy Rich Asians and Jumanji The Next Level, there is there are qualities about her that like she definitely has shown, you know, like she can act really well, especially in The Farewell. The Farewell, she was so good in that movie, they, they've even considered casting her in Everything Ever All at Once as the Stephanie Hsu character of Joy and Juba Tabaki. She was that good. They were going to put her in that movie, but they didn't end up doing it. And I, I understand what I understand. I understand why it didn't happen. I know she was busy with The Little Mermaid. There's a part of me that's very glad that she didn't do Everything Ever All, all at Once because Stephanie Hsu is the character joy and it seems like you know when i was watching renfield i was thinking so this is one of the projects she chose to do instead 
and it just doesn't fit her very well. I just think that she's very good as a love interest, and she's very able to play action characters. I think she can do a lot of things. The Farewell and Shang-Chi are the films that she definitely has shown a lot of growth in, and Swan Song and Raya and the Bad Guys. You know, movies like Raya and the Bad Guys, they show off sort of like her persona, like the Aquafina-ness of her. Swan Song is a great film that shows who shows her acting abilities as well. And so I'm a little disappointed that Aquafina just, it didn't quite sell it to me. I, I felt that I just wasn't fully convinced by her. And it felt like it was kind of in that weird spot where she was playing up her persona, but also trying to be a legitimate performer in that film and a legitimate actress you know i don't know how i don't know how to describe it to some people but i feel like there are times where actors have a certain persona and they play into it instead of giving a performance performance and it kind of feels like in the middle here like when i was watching raya and I w i'm honestly going to be honest and say the bad guys instead when I was watching the bad guys, I could tell that was Aquafina. I was like, okay, well, Aquafina is really not hiding her voice here, and it is her persona. It's it's that point where I think the filmmakers here were sort of thinking, you know what, Aquafina is funny enough. Let's give her that. Let's not give her an actual role. And Aquafina just doesn't really sell it enough. I think she actually needs the writing of back her up too. I think she's a great actress. But she's a great actress in the sense that you need to give her great material. And I'm a little concerned about her voice work in The Little Mermaid that's coming up because I saw the trailer for it and I thought, okay, Aquafina's definitely either slumming it or she's definitely just being cast for her for her persona and not because she actually could act. Which is why I was thinking, you know, maybe she should have gotten everything ever all at once. <laughs> maybe she should have chosen that part I'm glad she didn't take it you know I'm glad Stephanie Shu got that opportunity but I was thinking you know damn Aquafina definitely lost out on that film and definitely lost out for an opportunity to be in a bigger more prestige motion picture you know so it's a little disappointing that Aquafina in this film is not as good as I would want her to be Especially since it's not even a bad performance. It's just very mediocre and it could have been better. I wish he stood out. It was, there were opportunities that were missed. And I think the writing missed out on those opportunities too. But overall, is this movie worth watching? I do think that it's worth watching for Nicolas Cage alone. I think that that's definitely why people are going to go see it. Because Nicolas Cage's Dracula is too tempting. And you almost think to yourself, damn, Nicolas Cage really should get back into the movies and get back into something. And I'm glad that he's starting to slowly come back around. I think casting Nicolas Cage was inspired. I think that that was a great opportunity for him. And it's clear that he's having fun with the role. Now, Nicolas Cage, I definitely think it's a good op. I, I think that... He's sort of a nice mix between Bela Lugosi and Frank Langella in terms of like how he mixes those 
sort of inspirations, but he's also very different in his own way. Like, he's not imitating those two. If we're talking about, like, the Universal Draculas. I don't know if he's... I, I don't know if I would say he's included anything from Lee, but... We'll just say Nicolas Cage has the ability to really just sell his role. And I love that. I love Nicolas Cage for just being able to sell it. And he is selling it. Overall, I'm going to be honest with you. This is a decently written film. I do think that there are opportunities that were missed with the Aquafina character. And I think Aquafina just didn't fulfill those opportunities either. And it's a little disappointing. I do think that it's a fun movie you can watch for the holiday season in terms of Halloween. I think it's a film you should see on digital if you're going to see it at all. I do think that there are better films in the cinema right now that you can watch instead. It's pretty, pretty decent. So I'm going to say three out of four stars for Nicolas Cage. You know, that's relative. You know, people tend to think that you know three is a high number it is it just means that it's okay or that it's good i think it's a decent film and i would definitely think that it doesn't matter in this case the stars don't matter just go see it for nicholas cage if you really have to see it or at least you know maybe wait on youtube to see if they compile all the clips together then you'll get the best of the movie in less of time thank you for listening to flicks and picks go watch a great movie